Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, he did it in emphatic style. Whatever he hits, falls. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV and Association with MTK Global. We're in Las Vegas, the new home to Gypsy King. Fight week, Otto Wallin. Life good, Ben? Good. Same shit, different day. Preparing for Saturday. Mm. Spoke to Tyson about this just now. Uh, boxing public have been very, very critical, actually. We had a bit of criticism with Shorts, but I felt it's more intense with this one, uh, with Otto Wallin. Who selects the fighter? Who puts it? I know you've gone, you spoke to BT about this, the list of fighters that weren't available, your top 10 guys basically. Who suggested Otto? Um, you know, we work together as a team. Honest truth is, this is the God's honest truth. Tyson said, leave it to you lot. So obviously between myself, Queensbury Promotions, top rank and who play a big part, MTK. And together we go through the list, what's available, what's not available, and we select opponents. I think some of the criticism may come from the fact that he is unknown, uh, an unknown quantity, let's say. So just tell me about his amateur background. I heard you say something, I didn't even know this, that you beat Fraser Clark in the amateurs. Beat Fraser Clark in the amateurs. Shocked me, because uh, Fraser is this next big thing. Yeah, and um, he's a good, Fraser's a good boxer, yeah. but Otto is, a lot better than what people think, um, you know. And if you watch his fight, which isn't available, so I don't, I don't blame people because, you know, his biggest fight was against Adrian Granite, which people haven't seen, and he punched the grandmother out of Adrian Granite, boxed his ears off, um, and boxed very well. Now, he's tall, which is what we wanted, um, obviously because, see, the thing is, the Deontay Wilder fight is signed. So it's not like, well, where are you going? We know where we're going. Um, so, like I said, we've wanted height in preparation for the Deontay Wilder fight. And the it's same Southpaw, thing. Southpaw, though. Southpaw. Now, I liked the idea of boxing the Southpaw because he's gonna he's gonna make he's gonna ask questions. He's gonna make Tyson think. It's not straightforward. He can be awkward, he can be cute, he could be a bit clever. So, I want that. I want him to ask questions of Tyson. I want Tyson to have to answer them, have to think a little bit in there, overcome a few obstacles. And I don't think it's going to be a completely straightforward fight because Otto's a, a smart boxer. Um, it's going to be a difficult one for him because he's going to have to make a decision. And it's his first time at the, at the big dance. So, he's going to have to make a decision now. If he attempts, ooh. What was that? If he attempts to box with Tyson, you know, Tyson needs to make sure that he dominates him at long range, at that distance. Um, and make sure he controls things at that distance. Then Otto's got to make a decision. Does he want to win the fight and take a chance? Or, does he want to survive? Now that's his decision. We don't know what answer he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna come up with because he's an unknown quantity. He's not really been overly tested. Um, so that's one of them. But what I will say is lighting difficulties. Lighting difficulties. We we'll sort that out in a second. What I will say is I don't think it will just be a straightforward 
a straightforward walk in the park. I think it's going to be an interesting fight. I think there'll be uh, some obstacles that Tyson has to overcome, and that's what I want. I want that, and we need that going into the, uh, you know, with Pianetta, we needed rounds going into the Wilder fight, and this time I want Tyson to have to think a little bit. I was just going to ask you that, obviously with Tom Short, we didn't get rounds. Um, say Tyson goes in there, puts a great combination on him, catches him, he goes, ends the fight with him free. Is that going to be kind of a failure? In some sense. It's not a failure, is it? It's not a failure. No, but, but in terms, of, if if you want rounds, then yeah, I'm would you be pleased if that if the same thing happened with Shorts? Obviously, you can't say he wasn't pleased. You know, my job is to be critical. So obviously, there are things in that Shorts fight that I looked at and thought it's not quite what I asked for. But how can you criticise the performance um, and the result? Obviously, in an ideal world, we would get some rounds before because he's had a round and a half so far this year in an ideal world we get some rounds before going into that Deontay Wilder fight if it doesn't happen what can you do you're in a fight and if an opportunity comes you have to take it because this is world level boxing he's ranked number four with a WBA he's a six foot six unbeaten southpaw who's hungry and hopefully he's gonna gonna want to give it his best shot and take chances and take risks and lay everything on the line but if the situation arises where there's an opportunity to end the fight and Tyson takes it then that's boxing because if you don't they can end you I'm probably going to get flat for this now but I'm just giving my honest opinion on this with all this criticism coming towards Tyson and, and, and yourself as well about Schwartz and Wallin, you got to remember in 2016 he boxed Vladimir Klitschko in Germany. I know he's a mandatory, but he still travelled there and won the fight. 2015, yeah. 2015. End of 2015. Was it end yeah. of 2015, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, um, literally won every round out there. Um, they had to give him the fight, which is very rare in Germany for a British fighter to do. Uh, then obviously we had the the long layoff and he had his difficulties. Forget that. Within two comeback fights two within the space of fucking what uh, eight months yeah. if that and june july august september october november december it wasn't even get through december so within probably six months box deontay wilder and for all due respect to seth Seferin and pianetta they're not deontay wilder Obviously so not. it wasn't ideal preparation he went to america um massive fight with loads of pressure beat him and showed that he can i know i know showed it in the cunningham fight but he showed twice that he could get up from Wilder's power. Um, and then he said he's going to fight Wilder again. It's been signed, but he's still getting all this flack. Because there is always going to be flack. See, so what's good Do people think that good preparation for Deontay Wilder is to have an hard war? It's not ideal. To have a big hard war, go through training camp after training camp after training camp and keep having war after war after war. No, of course it's not ideal preparation. Wear your body out, wear your mind out, wear yourself out before you go into a big fight. People should be appreciative that Tyson has come back and with the space of him being back in two years, he gave two Deontay Wilder fights. Once this one happens, obviously. Um, you know, not bullshitting and looking for an excuse. And listen, I don't want to get in a slinging match. I don't. But I saw Eddie say... I saw Eddie say that ESPN and, and whatever, they've, they've fucked up on this thing and whatnot. But how have they fucked up on this thing? They've got the biggest fight in boxing signed. Who has fucked up there? Nobody. 
The only problem, the only people that are, have got worries on their hands is the zone and sky because if Joshua gets beat again, which you know I like Ruiz, but I do hope that Joshua wins. And my heart, I do hope. He's going for British boxing if he gets some belts back. Yeah, hundred percent. I hope for himself because he's done a lot in the sport as well and, and, and whatnot. And also, I want to see uh, the job get done for Rob McCracken as well. I do want to see that. Someone else has been getting a lot of flack. Yeah. Um, but if he is to get beat again. Who's fucked up there? Only Dazone and Sky. And you know, uh, who, who, and Andy, I, I think Andy Ruiz is, is a good fighter. But who was he before that happened? Um, you can't underestimate anybody. It's heavyweight boxing. And I know people sat and it's a cliche and, you know, well, it's a, a lot of, but we saw it on June 1st, uh, so. How many times do people need to see it? Do you know what I mean? Anything can happen, everything's a big risk. And, uh, you know, I just think that people should be appreciative. Often it's the armchair fans, though, that, that criticise and this, that and the other, you know. I think real boxing fans appreciate that Tyson, you know, after in six months gave him that Deontay Wild fight being back. How long have they been trying to make a, a big fight like that? And it's not been able to happen. So within the space of six months, Tyson made that fight. And within the space of another six months, got it signed again. If that, if six months, got it signed again for, for uh, a ring match, so. Even though he's boxed uh, Klitschko Wilder, it could be more understanding if this Wilder rematch wasn't signed or Tyson yeah. said he didn't want it. He I would be plan. a lot more then, understanding. Then then. I would what? say, do you know what? People are thinking, well, what's, what's coming next? Yeah. You know, you don't want to keep seeing... Um, people want these big fights, of course. People don't want to keep seeing, you know, a so-called underdog. People don't want to keep seeing them. People want to see, uh, you know, big fights, unification fights and all the rest of it. And, you know, with uh, with Tyson and Wilder too, you're getting the biggest fight in boxing, in my opinion. And it's not like we have to wait ages. Uh, we're in September, Christmas will be around the corner, and then February 22nd. Of course, and Wilder's having a fight, Tyson's having a fight, and then they'll get on. Isaac said that he doesn't think uh, Wilder Ortiz is going to happen. Do you know anything about that? I don't know anything for sure. I've heard that they've got a new date. Um, but. We'll, uh, we'll see, you know, we'll see. But whatever, listen, same thing for Deontay Wilder. I can only have respect for the man. Do you not think he's got in the back of his head? Whatever he says, he will have in the back of his head, fuck, I could be made to look stupid again here, February 22nd. But, after what happened in December 1st, knowing that Tyson come on on a layoff, and he signed to have that fight again. He signed to have that fight again, and I can only show respect for that man and you know I know preparing for a fight Tyson will say what he's got to say Wilder will say what he's, gets, he's got to say um, but I know they will, they will have and the God's honest truth is preparing for this fight we've not even discussed Wilder me and Tyson because we're preparing for Otto Wallin and we will not overlook anybody but I know deep down they will have a ton of respect for each other for sharing a special fight like they shared the first time round, um, you know, they both took a big risk and fought each other, showed a lot of bollocks, the pair of them, and, you know, do you not think Deontay Wilder's got in the back of his head that he can get made to look silly? Absolutely, but, he was that close to losing the first fight with Ortiz. So. But he's, and, and not with Ortiz, with Tyson, you know, he could get made to, to get his ears boxed off, so, you know, he agreed to sign sign that fight as well, and, and uh, fair play to him and his team for, for agreeing to do that. You know, we get these suggestions that 
Wilder doesn't want to take certain fights, Tyson doesn't want to take certain fights, but with, with Deontay, you've got a guy who really didn't need to take that all season three match. Um, he, as I said, he was that close to being beat, and I don't know how many pay-per-view buys that's realistically going to do. I mean, it'll be, it's a big fight, but it's not, it's not mega, is it, Wilder Ortiz? Um, but he's still taking it. But you know what? Because he took a risk and fought Tyson, took a big risk and fought Tyson, knowing Tyson's skill set, and he's took a big risk in signing for the rematch, as has Tyson, guess what? They're both getting paid a fucking shit ton of money. A shit ton of it. But they've had to take a big risk. It, both of them have. Both of them fighting each other is a big, big risk. One can punch and probably knock this building down, and the other one's got the skill set to make you look like an absolute idiot. And that was at his worst. Not at his worst, but definitely weren't at his best. So these passes for the rematch, they're serious, yeah? Serious purses, obviously all their fights are serious purses because they're willing to fight the best. But the way you describe the purse for the rematch, like it's on another scale to everything you Listen, it's not my place to say and, 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 and talk about, but obviously they're getting paid a hell of a lot of money, but you know people people probably don't like that and I keep seeing people say, Oh, you're getting paid this and getting paid that to fight so and so and fight so and so but it's not just for that. Do you not think they've put years and years and years and years and years of hard working to get to where they're at now? Do you not think they took a massive risk on fighting each other? Both of them. Do you not think they took a massive risk in signing to fight each other again? Mm -hmm. It don't come for nothing. What do you make of his recent comments? I'm talking about Deontay. Do you think it's just tongue-in-cheek that he wants to fight the winner of Joshua Ruiz and gives Fury step-aside money? Um, I don't think he said about giving Tyson step-aside money. Really? I, you know, Benson, he put that out. Oh, did he? Yeah. What did he say? He said that exactly that, the fact that he wants to uh, become undisputed now, fight the winner of Ruiz Joshua and just give Tyson the step-aside money. So he'd be breaking the contract, but I don't know if some, there was something in there about step-aside money. Uh, listen, I can't say uh, on that front. Obviously, there's a lot of broadcasters, promoters, um, advisors, managers. There's, there's a lot of people involved there. Um, and I can't really say whether that can happen or not. What I will say is exactly what I just said there. He's probably thinking, do you know what? I've got a lot easier. Not an easy fight. Whoever fights Joshua or Ruiz, you know, they're, they're risky fights. But he's probably thinking I've got a lot better chance or an easier option to take one of them fights. And he's probably thinking, like I said, in the back of his head... I've got an opportunity, I've got potentially could get made to look stupid again here mm. against Tyson. And I know deep down in my heart he's going to be a lot better. Um, going into the first fight, he said uh, Tyson didn't beat Klitschko, Klitschko beat himself. And he, and he was half saying, you know, the man turned up for his money. Um, how can he, how can he uh, do anything with me when he's coming off of a layoff and this and that and the other? Then obviously the fight happened, and straight around the post fight press conference, he said, that's the best Tyson we'll ever see. Well, you know, how can it be after the layoff and that? So, but he's probably thinking that in the back of his mind. Uh, whether it can happen or not, listen, I don't know. I don't want to get involved in all that. Um, it but definitely won't be for the undisputed, though, because that IBF manager who could ever get called, there's the WBO who moves it. Yeah, he could unify still, but I don't think all the belts could be on the line. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, listen, for us at the minute, there's nothing. Life for me doesn't exist past Saturday. And that's the way I am, whether it is a, a four-round fight or it's this big fight, so... Well, aside 
uh, from your man Tyson. I do want to get your thoughts uh, on Joshua and some of his recent comments. He called Lennox Lewis a clown mm. uh, on a Sky interview. Um, I'm sure you've obviously seen it. Mm. What was your reaction when you saw that? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I can understand he was, he, he was probably very annoyed at the time, thinking, do you know what? I'm, I don't need a, a, a kick stamping while I'm on the ground at the minute. Do you know what I mean? He's human at the end of the day, and he's showing some emotions, and I think that's good because, like I just said there, you know, I think that when boxers get to a certain level, maybe it's just people, I don't know, but when they get to a certain level, they start to let me branch off here and branch off there, and he's probably thinking, well, I'm going to invest in property and I'm going to do this and let me expand and get involved in this and get involved in that but at the end of the day you're a fucking fighter and if you take your eye off the ball there's going to be an upset and you're going to get tipped upside down that's what happened and I think maybe he might have thought you know what I need to be fully focused on boxing fuck everything else because that's what you do when you finish your career um, and get fully focused on boxing and, and nothing else matters commercial you know commercial things and this and that and sponsors and blah 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 and all this put it to one side put it to one side because that's not the main focus you know somebody near the other day was talking about oh uh, is it okay in two or three weeks i said to him whoa don't mention in two or three weeks because life don't exist until till after saturday don't talk about anything past saturday about can we do this can we do that until saturday's done with because Tyson's a fucking boxer. That is it. Don't focus on anything else, especially at this point. And in terms of, uh, he looks like he's got that bit of, do you know what, I've got something to prove here. And um, I think it'll do him a world of good. He made an interesting comment to Coogan as well. Um, uh, Coogan said the fact that if you get them belts back, what do you want to do next? Um, and obviously he said, you know, first I've got to get them belts back, but after, he wants an easy fight. I think these were his words. Generally, I'm subquoting him. He wants an easy fight. I want to fight someone like Otto Wallin. Mm. I want to do what Tyson Fury is doing, mm. um, suggesting that cherry picking, basically. Mm. Um, again, we've spoken about the whole criticism and the fact that Fury's got pitched quite wild and doing it again. Do you think it's a bit harsh from him? Um, you know, I think that. Like I said, I don't want to get in a slinging match or whatever. I think that people probably would have said, ah, oh, he's boxing Ruiz. People did say that, let's be honest. Yeah? yeah, I think people would have said that. So it goes to show that I don't think there's no such thing as a easy fight. Unbeaten fighters are unknown quantities a lot of the time because you don't know to what limit they can go to. People thought that Klitschko was going to walk through Tyson. Um, you know, these things do happen. But I can also be understanding if I'm being neutral that he's probably thinking do you know what I don't know who's in control or who's in charge or if he's got somebody else dealing with it whether it's in it management or this or that and he's probably thinking do you know what I need to go about my business in a different way because I mean, the, the, the CB the fighters he's fought back to back have been very good. Very good, very, very good. good. But, but, um, 
you know, it's been, uh, and it, listen, he's done a fantastic job. I don't want to get in a sling match. I don't want to say too much on it. But he's no, probably but just thinking that. He's match, probably like. just thinking that. But like I said, he's probably. The difficulty is people are saying, oh, this, that, and the other. But he hasn't fought. And this isn't. I'm not. Thing uh, in and starting. I don't want to get in a back and forth thing. But he hasn't fought. Like the, the, the main competitors of his generation, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, yeah? Yes. And he hasn't fought them, okay? But Tyson and Deontay have fought each other. I don't know if that's his management's fault, whose fault it is. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. That's not, that's not, I'm not involved there, so I don't know. Um, but them to have Tyson's fought Klitschko, who on his way up was the best at that moment. Yeah, he beat him. You couldn't have beat a more legitimate champion. He was the longest reigning heavyweight champion in history. Not the most offensive, but the longest reigning. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Lewis had the most offenses. Yeah. Vladimir was the longest reigning. You couldn't have beat a more legitimate opponent to become the unified heavyweight champion. In Germany as well. In Germany. Um, then, obviously, what happened happened. Comeback had two comeback fights. Then fought Deontay Wilder. You know, the. the And at the time, it was Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua who was the best, yes? So he yes. fought one of them, yeah? One of his main competitors, he fought him. And he's fighting him again. He's fighting him again. And in between that, there's two fights. Whether it's to. Whatever people want to say, whether it's to build the fight up, whether it's to, as part of his comeback, because he rushed into the world fight, whatever people want to say it as, that's what it boils down to, and, you know, I'm sure if Joshua boxed Tyson, and the same thing had happened, and he had two, two fights in between, or whatever it is, I'm sure people would, they're always going to say the same, like saying there's, there's criticism, there's always going to be criticism, if Joshua's not boxing, um, Wilder or Fury, Fury's not boxing Wilder or Joshua, Wilder's not boxing Fury or Joshua, there's always going to be criticism. Um, but, you know, I think the fans, like you say, are more understanding when Tyson's done what he's done and fought the best competitors of his era. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders, yeah. um, seeing him back in, in Sheffield, Yeah. what's going on there? Are you still with him? Uh, he's training with Dom for this fight. Obviously, we've uh, we've been over here for a while, and he's had a date. He was supposed to be boxing in October, so it was a bit close. Um, he's been pushed back to I don't know, uh, <laughs> and uh, so he's gonna he's gonna finish off his preparation there. Um, but listen, I've worked with Billy Joe for a long, long time, on off, on off. This job isn't about money for me, so he's a he's a friend and if he said to me Ben can you help me out for a week can you help me out for two weeks can you do this can you do that I'm gonna help him because um, it's not about money um, obviously I get paid for doing what I do and I wouldn't be used and abused but um, you know we'll work together again I'm sure um, whether it's Partly for the next part, whether it's after that, whenever. But uh, whether it's just small bits here and there, we'll uh, we've worked together for a long, long time. Whatever happens with Billy, I do want to ask you a couple of questions. We haven't actually spoken to you about uh, his deal with Matram. Uh, came as a as a shock at the time. It, may, it makes sense him jumping on his own mm. just because of the amount of middleweights on that platform. Um, they're all on his own now. 
But, you know, Billy and Eddie have had their back and forth. Obviously, Billy's been so close with Tyson, and it's been that for so long. But he signed him. Um, how long did you know about it? And were you surprised? Knew about it for a little bit. Um, was I surprised? No, not really. Where else was, them, was there for him to go? But just maybe a bit... I don't know, there might have been a pride thing. I don't want to sign with you. Um... Great business from Eddie and great business from Billy Joe. Absolutely, yeah. Billy Joe's getting paid a shit ton of money. Um, Eddie's got a fantastic fight on his hands and a world champion. So, uh, I don't know. You know, obviously, there, uh, people would have said, oh, maybe he would have joined top rank with, with Tyson or whatever. But in the middleweight and super middleweight division, most of them are over on the zone. Billy Joe spent long enough. Um, you know, trying for those fights, and Frank done a fantastic job of him, building him up. Two world titles. Two world titles, getting him there. But it was tough for Frank to, to take somebody away from, to get somebody over for Billy Joe from another platform. Um, so you know, Frank wasn't bitter about it, that. You know, it was all left on mutual, mutual and good ground. So you know, it made sense for Billy Joe to go there. And um, listen, Eddie's a smart man because he's. He can he can say things one way, you know. He's very very clever at uh, saying something at a time, and he sometimes it's a bit tongue in cheek, and he might have a bit of back and forth. And but he uh, he knows what he's doing, obviously. And um, you know, for Billy Joe, it's a good move. And I just really do hope that he gets those big fights. I do. The second part uh, of the question on Billy: What do you make of him? Potentially, it's not confirmed. Fighting on the undercard of KSI Logan Paul. To YouTubers, uh, so you can have a world champion boxing, and they're on the card. Um, like I said, listen, I said I, I said before I don't want to get in a slinging match because I don't want to, I don't want to have all that back and forth and all that nonsense. I just want to be focused on on what I'm doing. But and you know I might have been a little bit critical of, of some things there what Eddie's done, but I've got to give him praise where praise is due. And I know a lot of people are speaking negatively about it, but. Boxing is a business at the end of the day, firstly, yeah? So that fight's gonna generate a fucking lot of money. A lot of money. So for the zone, for Eddie, fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. For boxing, people are gonna say it's a bad move, but is it not bringing a lot of new potential fans to the sport? Is it? People, I get both sides of the argument. So yeah, there's going to be a load of eyeballs on that fight. Billy Joe's going to have to, to box on an undercard. He would never got that exposure before. The Zone are going to get a load of subscribers. But if you're tuning in for that, are you going to tune in for a Canelo fight? Are you going to tune in for a Golovkin fight? Those that demographic of people. Are you going to tune in for an Uzik fight on the Zone? Well, uh, do we know how many people watched the first fight? I think it was like a million pay-per-view buys, 1.3 million pay-per-view buys. 1.3 million pay-per-view buys, At five yeah. pound. At right. five pound. So say 10, 20% become boxing fans and start watching the pay-per-view. 5%, that's a true point, yeah. You know? Yeah. There's still a lot of people and a lot of money added, being added to boxing. Um, I'm sure it now being a professional event with a world-class uh, Bill, I'm not going to say undercard because I think that's a bit of a fucking liberty to be honest. Um, a world class Bill on it, I would say uh, 
there's, there's you know, going to be paid very well. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with it, to be honest. I don't see anything wrong with it. Boxing fans can watch a quality undercard if he's got Billy Joe Saunders in a world title fight on it. Devin Haney's apparently on it. Devin Haney, top quality fighter. Um, Billy Joe Saunders, pff, elite, super elite. Um, and if you don't want to watch that that last fight, pew, turn it off. If you do, and say you're just tuning in, you're one of these people that just want to watch that fight, but you watch the full full undercard and you think, oh, what a great night. And say you got a family of four watching it, and one person wants to stay. That's a quarter of people, 25% of people that want to stay and join and become boxing fans. Mm. Fantastic, brilliant, why not? And if you don't want to watch it, no problem, just turn it off, I'd imagine. But, I don't know. Actually, another point Eddie's getting uh, hammered for uh, with this Ruiz Joshua 2 rematch is landing in Saudi Arabia. Another thing we haven't talked to you about on the channel. Where, what's been happening? You've been in Marbella? You've obviously been in Vegas for yeah. a few weeks now. That's why we haven't had you on. Yeah, and I've not gone to any boxing shows. I've, you know, I was, um, I had the Billy Joe fight, I had Tyson's fight, and I went straight back into camp. I took Billy Joe over to Spain to start doing some training because his fight was supposed to be a lot, lot sooner than obviously the situation happened where he kind of did with Eddie and that. So I've been busy um, just keeping my head down. What, what about Sadie Raven? What yeah. do I think about it? Yeah. Again, this is a fucking shit ton of money, isn't it? Um, I'm sure Tyson's going to box out there one day. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I, I can't comment on that. Um, maybe, but again, you know. It's bringing new money, new leases of life, new fans, new opportunities, um, and expanding, expanding boxing. I don't see what what's, what what what's wrong with it, you know. Listen, if if somebody offered Tyson enough money, he would probably box there. Yeah, um, he loves that boxing all around the world. Loves it. So. Um, I know it's outside, I don't know what the temperature's going to be like when they're fine. 20 degrees, so like September, London night, in December. December. No problem, no Decent. problem. Listen, good move. He's getting the lads plenty of money, I'm sure he's putting a nice little bit in his old sky rocket, so what's wrong with that? I ask as well, because I'll be surprised if Tyson doesn't at least have two or three fights in the Middle East, because their vision it's just all the mega fights they come into the Middle East. Uh, that's what Saudi want. I mean, they spent eight figures on a press conference that Ruiz Joshua won last week. On what? On the press conference. I, d I don't know. Uh, a, um, like a, a movie beforehand. Uh, a movie about what? Uh, just Saudi Arabia. Oh, nice. Um, uh, that Eddie said that they spent eight figures on a press conference. So the amount of money that they're going to pump into boxing, I think. They said they want all the big heavyweight fights there. I think they said talk about Canelo fights there as well. Um, I'll be very surprised if your stu superstars currently ain't How much there. is a flight over there? I don't know. It's a five hour flight. So five yeah, hour flight. It, it's, listen, it's quicker than flying to America then. Yeah, New York 7, isn't it? And Vegas is 10. So I'm not sure. I don't think it'll be too much. Obviously, there will be cultural potential problems. I don't know. So Adam Smith, obviously head of Sky Sports Boxing, said, "Can he bring women out of his team that would Sky for women?" He said, "No problem." Um, obviously, they can't dress like complete. Explicit. Yeah, but what can they dress like? Normal clothes, I think. Adam a dress. 
Cleavage. Cleavage. <laughs> I don't know about that, Ben. Can they, oh, a serious I, question. I, 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 Can they wear skirts? Do they have to be foot cover the ankles? Do they have to what? I don't know. I, hair? Is the hair okay to be all done? Yeah, I, no, I think they don't have to wear a headscarf. But does it have to be neatly tied? Does it have to be neatly tied? I don't know. Because no, you don't. Listen, you, don't you have to respect people's culture. No, of course, of course. You of have course. to respect people's culture, especially if you're going there. You can't just go there, take the money, and be like, "We're doing what we want." You have to respect their culture. But I 100%. think they're trying to. They, so what they're doing is with tickets, you get an automatic visa, so you don't have to bother with that. So you buy a ticket online, you get a visa, um, and they said, "Kids, women, whatever, you're, you're you're allowed to come to the fight." I think they want to be as open as possible, and Eddie's kind of shown videos during press conferences of the fact that I think Mariah Carey did a concert out there recently. Did Nicki Minaj have some problems with her or something? Did she? I think so, I don't know, <laughs> don't quote me on that, but I think I heard something about it, I don't but know. But I think, I think they're trying to change the image. Listen, like Dubai and... But they don't, you, you wouldn't want them to change their culture. You wouldn't want that, that would be very disrespectful, very disrespectful. I don't, I don't and I think the problem is, if people were going over there a bit you know, being a little bit false for them, trying to, and not respectful of their culture, that then you could, there, there, could, there, there could be a problem there. Well, listen, you're obviously not going to get alcohol there, you're not going to gamble out there. Um, if, I guess, if you if you dress too revealing, that's that's not going to go, go down, down too well. well. But as long as, I mean, as long as you keep normal, uh, like there was fans on Twitter saying, oh, Eddie, what if we want to have a drink? And Eddie was like, well, obviously you can't, don't come if you want to have a drink out there in Saudi Arabia. So it's for pure boxing fans. But if it's common sense, if you just apply a bit of common sense, you should be okay. Yeah, listen, if you're don't just a pure boxing fan, if you're not, it's not, it's not for the type of fan that just goes there for the, for the, just the event, for a night out, have a drink, have a booze, bit of whatever. It's not for that, it's for, for boxing fans, obviously. Um, so you'll have to see, you know, is it worthwhile? Do they, is it going to be a success? You know, we don't know. Is it, are, are they willing to to keep trying? Maybe it's a success first time. Maybe it's it doesn't go too well. Maybe it's a disaster. Who knows? Could be a disaster. We don't know. It's something new. But at the end of the day, all I give a shit about is how the fight goes. I may even go and watch it myself. I might even go and watch Why it. Why not? What's your pick? What's my pick? I don't know. Joshua's still a favourite with the bookies. Hmm. Interesting, that really. I just, I think, I think. Don't know, like I said, listen, I want Joshua to win. I want Joshua to win. I want Joshua to win for Rob McCracken, partly. And that's just me being honest. I think he's a good trainer. I think he comes across as a good man. I think he's done a fantastic job with a lot of fighters. And I think this flat was very unfair. Um, I just think Joshua needs to understand and be able to create distance and control distance without exchanging punches. He needs to know how to do that to be successful in this fight. Um, he needs to be defensively when he's get I don't I don't think he was a hundred percent used to being bombarded with so many shots. Um, yeah who's got in his face like that and done that before? I think he needs to be a little bit more a little bit better eyes defensively. Um, under under the storm, but Ruiz comes across as a fucking great guy, doesn't he? So oh yeah, he is. He is. You know, he's, I don't know, but um, made the best man win, I suppose. Mm. Interesting. Though. I mean, got that fight. Hopefully, Tyson and, and Deontay both come through their fights, and then 
huge clashes really. Usyk's in the mix. Tyson uh, made some comments about Usyk uh, that he beat him with one hand time uh, behind his back. Obviously, there's no history between nope. uh, Tyson and Usyk. And one what? thing I've got to say is Usyk's very, very honest. Very honest. And he did openly say, I've seen him say, Tyson's too big. Too big for me. Oh, did he say I've that? seen him say that, yeah. Really? I've seen him say that. And I've also seen him say in a different interview that, you know, Tyson would be the most difficult. But I did see him say that Tyson's too big. So, you know, but Usyk's a fantastic fighter. It'd be interesting to see how he gets out heavyweight. I think with somebody his size or less, he'll do very well. I think with the big... Joshua and Wilder and... Oh, you think Joshua and Wilder are too big as well, physically? Yeah, they do, to be honest. Okay. But, I'm an Usyk fan, I do like him. And yeah. a good, seems a good character as well. <laughs> He's hilarious, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, just the last one as well, Alexander Povetkin. Yep. Um, coming off a recent win, he basically made it clear he wants to fight Tyson Fury. Yeah, I'm sure um, he does, doesn't he? Now... Would that motivate Tyson, though? Um, would it motivate him? No, well, Don't know, but being realistic, what? Say Tyson went, okay, I'm not going to box Wilder, instead I'm going to box Alexander Povetkin. What would people say? No, I don't think that would get received badly. What, if he went, I'm not going to, let me no, not no, fight if Wilder? If he pulled out the fight against Wilder, is, is that what you Oh, no, obviously, yeah. Obviously, yeah. So, no, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying, God forbid this Wilder rematch doesn't happen for some reason. Because yeah. Deontay's been making all these comments, right? Um, so say he's out of the equation. Say the winner of Joshua Ruiz is out of the equation because of mandatories, which will happen with mm. Kubrat Pula, and someone who didn't take the fight with Tyson because he knows he's got a shot at a world title. Um, now, Tyson has made it clear these alphabetic titles, doesn't, they don't mean anything to him. He's mm. won them all. Um, I wouldn't say that. He doesn't mean it in that way. Does he not? doesn't mean it in that way in terms of they don't mean anything to him. What he means is he believes he's the rightful, the legit, champion. yeah, and the legitimate champion. So people still try to downplay this lineal. Thing. Listen, like I said, you couldn't have beat a more legitimate person mm. to be the lineal heavyweight champion of the world. Um, but yeah, so if if Wilder's at the equation, if the winner. But let, sorry, let me just say about those. Uh, those oh, things. So he, yeah, yeah, so he he believes that he's the 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 you know the genuine champion. So. At the minute is what he's saying. He doesn't believe that the belts are, or these alphabetical titles are what they should be worth or what they really are worth because they're not with the rightful owner and the rightful champion and legitimate champion. And obviously we feel, and 99% of the world feel, that he beat Deontay Wilder and he's the rightful owner of WBC belt as well. So, you know, that's just what he means by that. Um, that's not taking anything away from anybody else. That's just what he's saying, you know. He feels that, you know, what, as long as something's not with the, the the number one, the numero uno, the main man, then it's not. Uh, then they're not 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 the main focus point. Okay, so that's cleared up. So it it does mean something to him then. But it's not like he thinks, oh, I have to find a way to to win those belts yeah, yeah. back. Like a lot of people say. It. Yeah, he doesn't. Not everybody say that. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't think that really. Um, but he has respect for the organisations and all the rest of it, but he does feel that he's the number one. So if the belts were to be with number one, the belt should be with him. But, you know, it's, it's not how boxing works. So. so hopefully this doesn't happen, but say we get a case where uh, the mandatory gets a call, which is 99% going to happen with the winner of Ruiz Joshua, they're out of the equation. 
doubt Tyson's going to box a loser of that. Wilder, for some reason, if he pulls out, he, he's gone. Would, wouldn't Alexander Povetkin, wouldn't Usyk fight? I'm trying to think of other names. Potentially, would, would, they, would they get Tyson up? Potentially. Um, although Usyk, I think, will be called for the WBO manager when he's up. I wouldn't imagine he'd take that fight. It'd be a bit stupid, but. Um, depends what's important to him, but uh, if it's money, maybe you take it. Um, Povetkin, potentially, potentially. Um, depends on what's a bigger draw then, because he doesn't bring anything to the table. It's what people would view as a bigger draw, um, and what works best, and what the plan is, because obviously, God forbid this wild fight doesn't happen, it wouldn't happen without there being a plan behind it, mm. you know? Um, Taking them Ruiz, Joshua, Wilder, Dylan White out of the equation. Povetkin next, isn't it? Ortiz maybe, but he's pretty old. Yeah, so it depends on what happens with the Wilder fight. Um, Povetkin next, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Some other good fighters out there. Depend, it massively depends on what happens, you know. Like you got Pulev, who's supposed to be boxing, called for the IBF, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm sure Big Baby will be back soon. And uh, well, he's fighting Joe Joyce apparently. I don't know whether it happened, but Frank's been tweeting a lot about it. I don't know, but I can't really say what would, what would make sense or not because we're talking in a completely mythical world at yes. that point. Because I think we're the talking about is going to happen anyway. So and we're talking about. Um, Put it this way, if he's willing to fight Wilder, do you not think he's willing to fight Povetkin? No, uh, that's not the question. That would be stupid to say, oh no, he, I don't want to fight he's, he's Would that some, fight make sense? Yes. I don't know, it just depends, like I say, what, what, what's a bigger draw and what, what, what makes the most sense and, mm. and all the rest of it and what, what he's coming after that and what is, because that fight's not going to happen without something being in place. Um, Let's just get through Saturday first. Exactly, time. and obviously, like I say, listen, we're, we're focused on Saturday, so we're talking the mythical world, um, and nothing will be happening if he doesn't come past Otto Wallin on Saturday. And same with Deontay with Lewis. Same with Deontay and Ortiz, same with anybody, because even if you're on a four rounder in your call and you're boxing a journeyman, if you don't get through it, forget it. Forget the rest of your career, because every fight is a world title fight, because if you don't win it, you're setting yourself way back. Uh, Isaac Lowe, um, opponent-wise, you said I think he's taken Denair the distance. I don't know when that fight was. He's you a know? tough old chavvy, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> 2017, I think it was. Okay. Took him 12 rounds. Yeah. Uh, so he's not fighting. 10 rounds, I think that was. Was it 10 rounds? Yeah. So he's not fighting a Binman, Isaac. Fighting a Binman. Went the distance with Michael Conlon the other day as well, a little while ago. Uh, the other day, <laughs> in March, I think. Um, and who else? Isaac said he wants to box in December. Uh, wants to box in the UK in December. Potentially. He hasn't fought in the UK for a while now. He hasn't. No, he hasn't. Uh, he did in March. Of course, he did. Yeah, Brentwood uh, Brentwood yeah. Just yeah, a tick over. Yeah. Um, but he's been de defending at WBC International. But listen. He's got some lessons to learn because, you know, he come back into this camp very out of shape. He's had to struggle. Um, and let me tell you, if he boxes his kids' ears off on the weekend, 
I'll be very impressed. I think he's due for a tough fight simply because he gave himself a very very tough training camp because he he, he didn't he burnt the candle at both ends after the last fight. Well, what's his weight like? Because he said he could still make super bantam. He could make super yeah. bantam okay. when he looks after himself outside. And I think that if Isaac's to box for a world title, that's where it should be. But um, after the last fight, he burnt the candle at both ends and didn't give himself much time. He's had a very, 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 very tough training camp that's been focused on making weight. Um, so, you know, to have to go the distance against a very, very tough man um, after, you know, having a training camp like that, it's going to be a tough ask. And this, this fella's not just a, you know, he's not just going to uh, let you work and dictate the pace. He's an experienced man, and when he sees you want to rest, he's going to make you work. And I think Isaac's in for a tough fight. So, you know, I'll be, I'll be very impressed if he um, makes easy work of it. But he's caused it himself. And I'm not going to hide and say, oh, no, he's been fantastic, and, you know, he's, everything's great. I'm honest. I'm going to be honest, and he needs to learn from that. And I think he's learned from that because he had a very tough training camp, which led to very tough spars because he's um, had to focus his training camp around making weight. So, lesson learned, and hopefully it's not he's not made to pay for it Saturday. But I've got full faith in him. He's got plenty of heart, and he'll uh, be successful on Saturday. Just the last one, actually. What's the crack with? Uh Tommy Fury, is he back in that in gym? Don't know. Tommy's coming over here on Thursday, I think. Tommy's coming over on Thursday, so you can ask him. I don't know, but I'd like to see Tommy back in boxing because, you know, I'm not just saying it, I think he's a fucking good talent. I think he's yeah. got real potential, yeah. Okay. I've seen him punch shit out of some good kids, some good fighters. Um, he's got almost like a, a, a David Hay sort of style. Um, and I think you'll see the best of him when he's fighting uh, tougher opposition. Mm. The, the, the tough thing is gonna be, the tough thing is gonna be, is he, he's now got this, this following, and- Two million followers, isn't it? Something, something like that. <laughs> he's now got this following, and it, 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 he, he's got a name out there, but he needs to be given time to develop as a fighter and as a boxer, which he needs to stick to. He shouldn't be rushed in anything. He's a young, young lad. But I think I've always thought from day one, he's dealt with the media and the pressure of being tied to his brother very well. I genuinely end on my aunt, not for any other reason, not nothing against the show, nothing against Tommy. I didn't watch the show because we was away on a training camp during the show. Um, but. From what I heard, he come across very, very well. And I'd like to see him do well. I think he's a good kid. I think he's a nice lad. I think he can fucking fight. And I just think he, I'd like to see him back in the gym and focused on boxing. I'd like to see, but obviously whoever, if, he, if he's with BT Sport and Frank Warren and that, they get, but I think they're gonna have to put their hand in the pocket because he brings his own attraction now. Um, I'm sure there's lots of, lots of people that are gonna wanna see him fight. But he also needs time to be able to develop, so. Would you be open to working with him? Listen, Ricky trains him, uh, and Ricky's a, a very, very good trainer. Ricky's known for, for obviously what he done as a fighter, but 
He's one of the world titles a trainer. He's one of the world titles trainer. I think he's a very, very good trainer, Ricky. And um, he's been working with Tommy from the start, so. All right, Ben, thank you very much for your time. No Allow problem. Allow me to your lovely residence uh, in Las Vegas. It's not my residence. No? It's the El Rey de los Gitanos ah, residence. People upstairs, I saw. Yeah, lovely uh, Mexican gentleman. Uh, it's going to be a Mexican... No, it's Tyson. The El Rey de los Gitanos means the oh, Gypsy King. Oh, I thought, you I thought that was his name. No, that upstairs <laughs> is Jorge Capatillo. Jorge Capatillo? And in, in Las Vegas, if you come into Las Vegas, visit Capatillo Boxing Gym. Okay. Um, it's going to be a, a Mexican themed event on Saturday night. Huge week here. Listen, Tyson's very, very honoured and very proud to be accepted by the Mexican people to be boxing on Mexican Independence Weekend. Um, and the Mexican people have, have uh, been very welcoming, very loving, uh, a lot of positive feedback. Um, so I think it will be very Mexican based in there. Brilliant undercard, world title fight. Um, oh, Zapeda, he's boxing. Zapeda is boxing. What's his name? Oh, sound rude now. Uh, Pedraza. Oh yes. Good fight. Yeah. Let me tell you. Coming off that uh, decent performance against Loma. And let me tell you, that Zapeda, he is mustard. Yep. But I've seen him in the gym. Look very, very good. I hope he can do it on the night. Um, I just saw that he, t he tenses up a little bit on the night. I think he feels like he's got to do a little bit more than what he does in the gym, but he doesn't need to. If he can be a performer, he performs in the gym. What, he trains at top No, this was at, this was when he was at Wildcard, but I don't think he's training there now. Not sure where he's training, but he was sparring with Isaac in in the Wildcard gym, um, and an absolute um, gentleman as well. And I also saw Devin Haney sparring at Jorge's gym with some of Jorge's lads. Very polite lad. Yeah, he's very, lovely. Um, very talented boxer. Um, Dad's a very nice man as well. I had a good conversation with them and I wish him all the luck and all the best for Friday. Yeah. Tough fight against Abdullah, but he wins that. He's a mandatory for Lomachenko. Yeah, but I think he's got the right attitude. Do you know what impressed me with him? Very, very talented lad, but hungry to learn. Not got an ego. Wasn't. Wasn't. Um, always looking for. Always looking for. Always looking for advice and accepting to advice and where can I improve and you know I, I, I thought that was very good because often, especially a young lad, when they're having success and a lot of success, they can get above their station very quickly and they can think, um, I haven't got to learn anything or who's that or I don't need advice off him or don't try and tell me how to do this or da da da. -da. You know, he was he was looking for advice, hungry for advice, hungry to learn, and. That's what that that impressed me massively. I think that's a key thing with you, isn't it? Do you know what it is? You can never stop learning. Never stop learning. You know, nobody knows it all. Um, you can always pick something up, and no boxer can always. No boxer can. You can always be better. And the moment that you think I don't need to learn anything, or don't need to be any better, you might as well forget about it because eventually you're going to get beat. And especially with, with, with these young lads now, because they have a lot of success and very quickly 
they can go from having not enough confidence to too much confidence and it's hard to get that balance and I think social media plays a part in that as well but I was very impressed with uh, very impressed with his ability watched him spar three times two or three times um, was very impressed with his ability um, but I was more so impressed with not just his work ethic but his level headedness and eagerness to learn. One thing that's just popped into my head yeah got to mention it, uh, on no filter boxing, when you're <laughs> struggling with them what, like one kg Two weight, kilo weight. Two kilo weights, and people are like, what, Ben can't lift that? Like, they actually thought it was serious. Some people. Jesus what Christ. Can you do? <laughs> good yeah. acting though, wasn't it? Did you see the way that even, even putting them back on the rack, I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, thanks for your time, and uh, I'm sure we'll catch up after a fight. Yep. Um, and yeah. All the best. Anything you want to add? Peace out. Shout outs. Well hydrate. Well hydrate. MTK Global. Marbella.co.uk. Boxfit. But big shout out Boxfit. Listen, they've done a fantastic job all through Tyson's comeback. They've done a fantastic job on the kit, kitting the team out, fight kit, training kit. Unbelievable job. Uh, worth every penny. Um, and shout out top rank top rank queensbury promotions applied nutrition shout out mexico shout out viva la mexico uh tim dog shout out tim christian el rey de los gitanos <laughs> christian benny fucking blanco <laughs> where's uh, Asky? Asky's coming over this week um shout shane. out shout out big shane yui big john paris all the kids uh, BT. Shout out to Tyson's brother, John Boy as well. Um, shout out BT Sports. Shout out ESPN. Shout out. Shout out Jorge Capatillo. <laughs> uh, shout out Brendan. Oh, that's Brendan. Yeah. That's Brendan. Will you do an interview with Tim? To, to just ask yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, go on then, we'll cut this off here. Yeah, go on, we'll crack on with Tim. Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, he did it in emphatic style. Delivery, it's Paul.